KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. Good morning. I'm Tepe Cruz. It's Tuesday, October 11th. San Diego military families get an increase in their housing allowance. More on that next. But first, let's do the headlines. Today, the San Diego County Board of Supervisors will vote on an effort to educate school children about the deadly effects of fentanyl. The effort would direct the county to work with state education officials and the legislature to require fentanyl awareness education in county classrooms. It will also increase Narcan distributions and trainings for parents and student first responders. Accidental overdose deaths caused by fentanyl are at an all-time high across the nation. The CDC estimates that in 2021, over 70,000 people died from overdosing on fentanyl. Ballots started getting mailed out over the weekend, and voters in San Diego County have a new way to send them back to be counted. The county now has 141 new standalone ballot drop boxes. County Registrar voter Cynthia Paz says the new boxes are very secure. It's made of high-grade stainless steel. It also has a very thin uh, space to to insert the ballot. It has double locking mechanisms in the doors. The official boxes are red, white, and blue with the registrar's logo and county seal. You can find a list of ballot drop box locations at kpbs.org slash voter hub. The Padres will face the L.A. Dodgers tonight at Dodgers Stadium in the next round of the playoffs. The game opens the best-of-five National League Division Series. The Padres advanced after beating the Mets in the wild-card round of the playoffs. Tonight's game starts at 6.30 on Fox Sports 1. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at trustyourhometous.com. It's no secret that San Diego is one of the most expensive housing markets in the nation, but military families are getting some relief because the Department of Defense is increasing the basic allowance for housing. KPBS reporter Kitty Alvarado talked with one military family who will be affected by the increase. Devin Hicks retired from the Navy after serving for over two decades. He works in San Diego, where his wife still serves our country. They used to live in Marietta with their large family. His commute is over an hour, and they looked at moving closer to work. We looked at maybe possibly moving down here to San Diego so the commute isn't long, but you typically can't get six-bedroom, five-bedroom house out here under a million dollars probably, so just can't afford it. So they bought in Menifee, even further north, and that's what many military families stationed in San Diego have to do to find affordable housing, move farther away. When it comes down to it, Hicks says it's the military's basic housing allowance that has the ultimate say, and right now, that won't even cover the mortgage in Riverside County. With the stipend that we're getting, it's helpful, but it still doesn't cover what my mortgage is. So 
that's where you use your paycheck or you get a side job or you drive Uber or Lyft or you do something. The Department of Defense identified 28 housing areas, including San Diego, where housing costs went up 20 percent. Now they're giving military members in those areas an increase in the Basic Housing Allowance, or BAH. The increase starts this month and runs through the end of the year. Then a new rate takes effect on January 1st. It's always been tough uh, for veterans because in California, this period, of course, everything's more expensive. That's Michael Drew, a Navy veteran turned real estate agent. He specializes in helping military families find homes in the San Diego region. He explained the Department of Defense does this analysis every year. But this year, it came three months early. And that's a good decision, he says, because this year the cost of food and gas and just about everything went up. This was desperately needed because... Just over the last year, we looked at 15%, 20% increases in prices. Gas, groceries have increased, you know, and then you're looking at housing prices. As housing prices skyrocketed, the Hicks family story became common among military families. The South Bay has been booming. Otay Mesa, all around that area out there, that's where we see a lot of military families opting to live because the prices aren't as bad as North County. If they really want bang for the buck, they go up to Temecula Riverside because you can get a way bigger home. You're looking at a two and a half to three hour commute sometimes going and coming back home. That's the downside of it. But he says the military thought of something to help out with that, too. They do have a ride share program. It kind of offsets to where the military members don't have to deal with so much wear and tear on their cars, especially with gas being outrageous right now, almost seven dollars a gallon. Devin Hicks says his family is not without struggle, but he feels blessed. We have a family that's pretty senior. Uh, we get a lot more pay. But I have a niece that's in a very junior sailor who has a kid and has a studio apartment because that's all she can afford. Still, he says he hurts for those just starting out in the military, knowing from experience what they're about to go through. For those, those junior sailors or Marines or service members that are here, it's going to be a battle. And that's the picture Drew wants to paint for officials who make policy decisions that affect military families every single day. We want our service members to be able to focus on protecting our country, not worrying about their families and housing. Is my family freaking homeless or, you know, no, that distracts from our mission. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. With Santa Ana season about to hit its peak in California, the state's attorney general is leading an effort to assess wildfire risk for some new developments. KPBS reporter Jacob Baer says it's especially targeted for those zones between unoccupied land and human development known as the wildland-urban interface. California Attorney General Rob Bonta visited San Diego's Mission Trails Regional Park Monday to outline some new guidance coming from his office. He says the new guidance will help local governments mitigate wildfire risk for proposed developments in fire-prone areas and help answer questions like, How likely is this home to burn up in flames tomorrow? Do fire, rescue, and emergency responders have easy access to my neighborhood? Will we be able to safely get out in time? The guidance tells developers to look at things like how dense a project is, where it's located and what evacuation routes are available, the water supply, and how to fire-harden homes and other buildings. 
Jacob Ayer, KPBS News. San Diego is proposing a new definition for sustainable development. KPBS Metro reporter Andrew Bowen says it could have big implications for the city's housing crisis. An important term in city planning is transit priority area. These are areas within a half mile of a major transit stop where the city wants to focus its future growth. But that half mile is measured as the crow flies, meaning barriers to accessing transit, like canyons or fencing, aren't taken into account. City planning director Heidi Von Blum says that doesn't make sense. There are examples of properties that are three to four miles away from transit, but they're falling within that half mile bubble because they're across the canyon, across the freeway, and down the street. City staff are proposing a new category called sustainable development areas that would follow pedestrian pathways to transit, like sidewalks and bridges. Andrew Bowen, KPBS News. You can go to kpbs.org to learn more about this story and why some experts fear the city's proposal could be illegal. Coming up, we break down two propositions and a measure that you'll see on your ballot. We'll have that next, just after the break. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. There are seven statewide propositions on your ballot this fall. Today, we'll talk about two of them. First up is Proposition 30. Here's Cal Matters reporter, Nadia Lopez. California has some of the worst air quality in the U.S. To help improve it and fight climate change, the state has banned the sale of new gas cars by 2035. Proposition 30 could support that electric car mandate by funding rebates and incentives for low-income people to buy them. It would also fund charging stations and help hire, train, and retain firefighters for battling wildfires. To achieve this, Prop 30 would impose a new income tax on Californians who make more than $2 million a year. Supporters say the tax would help the transition to electric cars and boost wildfire prevention efforts. Opponents say Californians don't need any more tax hikes and worry it could drive people out of state. Vote yes if you think millionaires should be taxed to help fund electric car rebates and more firefighters. Vote no if you don't. In San Francisco, I'm Nadia Lopez. Next up is Proposition 31. Elizabeth Aguilera from Cal Matters explains. 
In 2020, California lawmakers voted to ban the sale of flavored vape products, menthol cigarettes, and chewing tobacco. But that law hasn't taken effect yet because the tobacco industry collected enough signatures to put a referendum on California's November ballot. Proposition 31 asked voters whether they want the flavored tobacco ban to go into effect. Advocates of the ban argue that flavored products are marketed to young people who go on to develop nicotine addiction. Opponents say the state already bans selling tobacco products to minors and that this law infringes on the freedom of adults. Vote yes if you want flavored tobacco to be illegal in California. Vote no if you want to allow the sale of flavored tobacco products. In Los Angeles, I'm Elizabeth Aguilera. Now we'll switch gears to a local measure that proposes a new cannabis tax that could bring in millions from businesses in unincorporated San Diego County. KPBS reporter Matt Hoffman says the proposal is similar to what some local cities have already done. All San Diego County voters will see Measure A, the cannabis business tax, on their November ballots. The measure would allow the San Diego County Board of Supervisors to impose taxes on legal marijuana businesses in the unincorporated county. Everything from retail to distribution, testing, and cultivation is on the table. The taxes could bring in between 3 to $5 million per year, and that money could be used for any government purpose, ranging from parks to public safety, or even road repairs. The measure was placed on the ballot by a majority vote of the Board of Supervisors. Supporters say it's a bipartisan solution to advance the legal cannabis market and help curtail illegal operations. Opponents argue Measure A is unfair because it only applies to businesses in the unincorporated county, yet all county voters are taking it up. They also question whether revenues would actually go towards services in the areas that are paying the cannabis tax. Matt Hoffman, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great day. KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu.